Pod One Variety Hour, where we cover anything that you're willing to listen to in an hour or less. I'm your host, Miles, and today I have with me Ben. I'm Ben. Yes, he is Ben. And today we're going to be talking about uh, 2021 movies that we really enjoyed and that we thought were the best, and 2022 movies that we're most hyped for. Uh, I like 2021. It was good to get back from 2020 where we didn't get anything besides Onward, which was mid. But uh, I think 2021, it was... <laughs> Agree to disagree. I thought uh, 2021 had some really good movies. There were some bad ones, but I thought it had some great ones to come out of it. I, I definitely think that 2021 opposed to 2020 obviously had a lot more movies. I think a lot of them this year were hit or miss. I think a lot of them were hits, though. It just depends on who you ask, because to me, uh, Quiet Place 2 came out this year. Yeah, I think, yeah, came I out think like that June. Yeah, June, May, somewhere around that time. And I thought that was a probably one of my higher ranked movies. Okay. Then you got something like Black Widow or Dune. They're good movies, I just personally didn't care for the story. <laughs> I, I think Black Widow, um, it was interesting to get back into MCU movie content. I think that movie definitely should have came out like 2016, but I think it was a fun movie and we got some good characters. It was pretty forgettable, but just cut my hand, my arm on the chair. <laughs> but uh, I think there was some good stuff to come out of it. But like you said, Dune, I think Dune was one of my favorite movies to come out this year. It was, it's a lot to take in and it shouldn't work, but the visuals were amazing. The acting was amazing. It was confusing, but I was entertained. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't say I wasn't entertained. I think it was just the fact of, is that I have no prior knowledge of Dune versus like Marvel or DC. I, had I have no a prior. shit ton of it. My only prior knowledge to Dune was falling asleep watching the old one when I was like seven because it went on for like four hours. Oh my god. I, it, it's bad. It's a bad one. That sounds like a bad movie. But, um, I'd say, yeah, Quiet Place 2, it's honestly one of the best sequels I've seen in forever. It, yeah, I can agree with that. Even though they got rid of, like, Lee, who was the main character in the last one. It didn't matter because I liked I liked all of the characters. The kids were amazing, and like Blunt, amazing as always. But there was there was a lot to love about, about that movie. And Chung Chi came out this year, and that had some of the best action I've seen. Definitely the best like action I've seen in a Marvel movie. But that movie was so much fun. The villain was great. They redeemed uh, the Mandarin. Shang-Chi was a great character, and I don't know if there was anything I hated about that movie at all. Um, I can't think of this. I can't think of it. Like, on top of my head, I can't think of anything, but I think if I, I had time to think about it, I definitely could. Because that's, like, that's Marvel. Mm -hmm. That's his movie in general. You can find something that you don't like about it if you just think hard enough. Maybe it was a little too easy to get through the tree maze, but... I... I th I'll say this, I think the ending battle could have been a little longer. I yeah. think Katie had definitely had the luckiest arrow shoot I've ever <laughs> seen in a movie. But that's just, we're just nitpicking. I, I, I yeah. think that was great. But um, one of the greatest like non-blockbuster movies I saw this year was King Richard. King Richard with Will Smith. Will Smith, definitely, he just won the Golden Globe 
for Best Actor. He's definitely getting nominated for the Oscars. He'll probably win. Personally, I think Andrew Garfield should win, but I'm not gonna be mad if Will Smith wins. King Richard was an amazing movie. He killed that role. So did uh, the girls that played Serena and Venus. That movie was so much, had so much heart and um, Will Smith put his all. Yeah. He deserves the Oscar. It's about time. I, de- I definitely think that from what I was able to watch of it because I was doing other things, it definitely looks like a good movie. And there are just so many movies to come out this year that it's like so difficult to say which one's a, like my favorite. Probably because I've seen a lot of them, whether that was with like my, full, like my three other friends up in college or just family. A lot of times it's Marvel movies when it comes to family. So, uh, I don't know. I think right now, as of today, it's probably going to be Spider-Man No Way Home, but that's probably going to change within the next like, couple weeks. <laughs> that's your favorite? Yeah. 21. Probably because as a kid, I definitely watched the Toby and Andrew movie. I definitely watched Toby movies. I didn't really... As I grew up, I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to see the Amazing Spider-Man movies. It was garbage. <laughs> but... I definitely liked the portrayals of them. And when they came back for No Way Home, it was just a very... I cried. I, I mean, I did. I cried at least three times. I cried once and teared up like four other times. Yeah, it, it was very was, emotional. It was great. It was the most um, Spider-Man movie to come out. I mean, I think Spider-Verse might have that on top, but live action-wise, it's the most Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. I think that can be debated. I think in, I think as a movie, it's probably the most Spider-Man movie because, yes, in Into the Spider-Verse, it was definitely fan-serviced for in a celebration of Spider-Man. But I think this movie was a very similar case. I think it was just... It was more of a celebration of the three live-action Spider-Man. Yeah, and I think more people associate Spider-Man with the three main actors. Yeah. And so... I can get behind that. Uh, but Spider-Man was my favorite blockbuster to come out this year. 100%. I mean, I cried and I don't cry very often in movies. But um, we also had Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I thought was so much fun. And I grew up with Ghostbusters, so... I think it was a worthy sequel rather than the 2016 or 2017 movies. 2016. I watched it on my birthday. It, yeah, it was bad. But um, um, it, it was great. I really liked it. I definitely, yeah, again, I've actually, I changed my mind. I think Ghostbusters Afterlife was my favorite because, as basically Ben said, I watched Ghostbusters all the time as a kid. And then when it came to the 2016 movie, I'm like, yeah, that's not that good. So then I kind of fell off the train of Ghostbusters. But then when I heard this movie was going into production, I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. this sounds interesting. I mean, anytime someone says Ghostbusters, they turn my head because I'm excited. Yeah. I think that was one of the great, greater, like, blockbuster movies to come out this year. Yeah. But my favorite, like, I don't consider it a movie, it was a film to come out this year was Tick, Tick, Boom with Andrew Garfield. He just won the Golden Globe for Best Actor in a Comedy or Musical. So well-deserved. The music slaps. I've been listening to it nonstop for like a month and a half now. And it all slaps. His performance was amazing. The story is so compelling. And just the real-life um, real life story of Jonathan Larson is so 
sad what happens later on. And that movie just really stuck with me. And there's not very many movies this year that did that. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I think one of the worst movies of last of 2021 was probably either Red Notice or Matrix Resurrections. I don't know. Did you watch Chaos Walking? Oh, I forgot that came out like yeah. in 2021. Yeah, it was I supposed that to come back. out in 2018. <laughs> or actually, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was 2018. It, it was early did, on, dude. They did like three reshoots. They literally. Um, get stuck at a camp and decide we're going to run in one direction and they found the one direction they needed to go out of 360 directions yeah it's a very dumb plot I mean I'm it's weird because the book is written by my favorite author Mm -hmm. so it's very hard to say that it's I don't know how well the movie translates from the book but it's such a dumb premise (laughs) Oh, the women got killed off, and now when the woman comes back, it's not even that. It's the reason that they killed off the women. It's because you couldn't see the thoughts of the women, so they killed off all the women. So now they have a society where they can't get more people. Yeah, it's really fucking stupid. I I hated it, and they killed off three animals for pure shock value. That was the second worst movie I saw last year. First one, I didn't even finish, and that was uh, Sweet Home Alone. Or home sweet home alone. Oh yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, I was talking with Garrett, and Garrett called me up because he f- he finished it because he was like, "How bad really is this movie?" And you don't even see the reason the movie takes place. It happens off camera. Oh yeah, I heard. I didn't watch the movie, but I heard about it. And so basically, the premise is these people need to pay their mortgage, and they figure out that one of the dolls they have is like super expensive and so they go to try to sell it but they can't find it so they assume one of the people that was looking at the house earlier mm-hmm. stole it and so they go to try to break into their house it's such a stupid ass premise it was it was bad i didn't finish it i didn't want to yeah but i think red notice and i don't yeah, watch red notice i heard it was i heard it was whatever it made a lot of money but i think i don't think ryan reynolds gal gadot and dwayne the rock johnson need to be in a movie together but that's just me. I mean, we watched, uh, I think the most recent 2021 release was, that we watched was Don't Look Up. And I thought that was, I thought that was pretty good. I didn't mind it. Pacing also... issues. I think it went on for probably like 20, 30 minutes too long. Nah, dude, I think you totally could have cut an out. I think maybe almost 45 minutes of that movie and it would still remain the same. It's just a really long movie. It was, it was very funny. Me, someone who's like very up to date on like, the world i thought it was way funnier than maybe a general audience would find it but the i think leo killed that role i think jennifer lawrence was kind of forgettable in that movie but i thought it was a lot of fun i think that well because it was full of stacked cast members so it's very difficult to say like who did the best performance i think they all did a really good one but i think you're right i think jennifer lawrence was very forgettable in this movie just because she's there but you don't really know (laughs) i think uh that movie had the second most stacked cast of the year number one being dune oh 100 dune had oscar isaac timothy chalamet jason momoa rebecca ferguson zendaya it it just goes um, on uh, Bill Skarsgård's dad. Oh, Stellan Skarsgård? Yeah. And then it had, um... <sighs> Did you say Zendaya? Yeah. Who played her dad? Who played her dad? Yeah, I forgot. Uh, Javier Bardem. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was... That was a pretty stacked cast. Also Batista. 
Yeah, but he, yeah, it's weird. They have everyone from everything you've ever watched. Okay, well, last year, since Suicide Squad came out. True. Oh my god, I forgot about Suicide Squad. I love that movie. I don't mind it. I think it's way better than the 2016 one, but that's very, I've seen not it, very hard to do. I've seen it twice this year, or twice already, and that movie is so funny. The villain, weak. The villain's weak. What, but, Starro? Yeah. But yeah. the character, like, interactions are so good. And the fact that James Gunn was able to make me sad when Rick Flagg died, who was probably the most boring character from the first one, it it was it was really good to me. And it shocks me to all hell that they were able to take a character like Peacemaker, put him in a movie like this, and actually get him a show, mm-hmm. and have him be a likable character, but also still be a dick. It's, it's like, it's... I don't think anyone really finds him likable. It's the fact that he's so interesting about why he does things. Because he said he will do anything in the name of peace, even if it means disturbing the peace. And I think that also contributes to John Cena and how he portrayed the character. I think that's one of those kind of weird roles where it could be played by a different person, but it'd be very the exact opposite of what you would think. Yeah. We also got the Snyder Cut this year. Or last year. I did not finish that. I've heard it was... I watched it all in one sitting, and I loved every minute of it. Well, you're also, like, a major DC fan, and you were very disappointed in the Justice League that came out in 2017. And so you had, like... You also just don't like Joss Whedon, so that doesn't help. I have a vendetta against Joss Whedon, but the story behind the Snyder Cut, it... It meant so much to me because it meant so much to Zack Snyder and everyone that was associated with that project that I I felt like I had to watch it. And then I finally did. And I was so happy. I'm probably going to rewatch it in the next week or two. <laughs> did I, I mean, I've only I seen it once, it. but I want to watch it in black and white. I mean, I get it. I've seen Titanic and that's like a three hour long movie. I've seen Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. But I don't know what it was about this movie. It just like... The pacing seems so it's different for a movie that I'm not. The Flash time travel scene, the Flash saving people, Cyborg helping the family, the nightmare scene at the end, and um, the Amazon like keeping the box away from Steppenwolf. Those were all so good. Honestly, uh, are you talking about the one with the Joker at the very end with the nightmare scene? Yeah. Honestly, I thought that was the weakest. Some, one of the weakest scenes in that movie. I think I just could be this part, like, I don't like Jared Leto as an actor, and like, I don't <laughs> like a lot of those actors that were playing characters, and so that could just be that, but I think just the I, acting choices was weird. I I think everyone... Uh, I wouldn't say Jared Leto, like, redeemed himself as the Joker, but with three minutes of screen time or whatever it was, he did such a better job than when he was given at Suicide Squad. And I think I was just so happy seeing that movie. Yeah, that's understandable. I think it was just weird because I'm like, oh, they're making, I thought it was a new Justice League movie. I, I didn't even realize that it was a continuation of the one with Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. So I was very confused, like, oh, they're making another one already? I also, I also got to see it in a theater, so I was so happy. You sat, you willingly sat in a theater for four hours. My friend has a home theater, so I watched it in his house. But yeah, they, all my friends, they kept like walking away, grabbing food and stuff, and like three of them left 
an hour and a half into the movie till and like said they'd be back never came back but i never moved from my spot and never moved my eyes from the screen and i was so happy i think that was me the first time watching spider-man i really didn't move my head i didn't leave the theater i just stared at the screen mm-hmm. being very happy right i think it's definitely just a mechanism of us because of how much these characters mean to us as of who we are as people because Basically, from what I know of, you love these characters for what I would say basically almost your whole life, at least half your life, if that. It was essentially since I was five, and then uh, it was always part of my life, but it was never a big part. But once I got to sixth grade, that's when I really started picking this stuff up, and it's been my day-to-day ever since sixth grade, and I'm 19 now. Yeah, mine was a very similar case. I think I started watching movies around the age of five, and then... Once I heard, ooh, these are Sp- Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, mm-hmm. X-Men, Fantastic Four, Ghost Rider, all those movies like kind of like paved the way. And then when I discovered that there were there were comic books based around these, I was like, ooh, it was Spider-Man three. That's what got me into superheroes. It was if it wasn't Spider-Man three, like, well, because that's my favorite Spider-Man movie. But I think it was probably either Fantastic Four, Ghost Rider, or the first Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. because it's like. At that time, there was really nothing like it until when it came out. It was like, what? Yeah. Like there was no cinematic universes like there are nowadays, and like there's no connected characters really. I love the Easter eggs in those movies from the comics and like other characters. It was, mm. That's just great. Well, 2022. Oh come on, say it together now. The Batman. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say three, two, one. The <laughs> Batman. But yeah, it's the Batman, 100. percent It it's is not Batman. It's Thor: Love and Thunder. To me, it's the Batman, no question, because Batman is my favorite fictional character of all time. And that is the most Batman movie. Those three trailers that we've seen and like little TV spots are make me so happy. During DC Fandom last year, I teared up watching that second trailer because it was so awesome. Dude, we sat down for four hours in Ben's room at the time just watching it. I would get up occasionally to get food, but that was because I ordered the food and he sat square down on that bed. Not. I left once, but that was like during like really lame announcements. But once it got to the Batman, I was so happy. Because come on, we knew that they were saving that for last. Yeah, because it was the money maker. But I'm also excited. I'm excited for Robert Pattinson to be Batman, Zoe Kravitz. The whole cast is stacked. Jeffrey Wright is a perfect choice for Gordon. And he's got the voice. He rocks the hell out of a mustache. I think Paul Dano is going to be a really good Riddler. He gives up. He's, he's going to turn a campy villain into... A creepy-ass serial killer. One, my guess is probably going to be top three Batman movie villains. Oh, 100%. I think it's clearly Joker. Who else would, who would be second, do you think? It'd probably be Joker... I'm gonna guess it's gonna be Riddler. And then I'm gonna guess, or I would say maybe Bane or um, Jack Nicholson's Joker. Well, so it's obviously then Heath Ledger Joker's first. Yeah. Easy. Um, probably then Paul Dano. And then, yeah, I think you're right. Jack Nicholson, like, scared the hell out of me as mm-hmm. a kid as a Joker. Dude. I did a haunted house and I wore a Texas Chainsaw Massacre mask and I would scare kids by. Uh, repeating Jack Nicholson's lines from that movie. It seems so messed up, but yeah, at the same time, it sounds so perfect. I'd be like, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What does that mean? I have no idea. But it scares people. And it was great. 
Uh, what other movies are coming out this year? Do you think I can't? Black have... Adam. Oh yeah, so excited I for Black about Adam. Adam. Well, what about uh, dude? We're forgetting Doctor Strange. Too. Doctor Strange Multiverse. That looks Avengers really fucking good. Too, is gonna be insane. I hope there are so many cameos. Holy crap! There are so many. <laughs> I mean, we got Spider Man, Spider Verse Two, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, DC Super Pets. Oh, That's gonna be goaded. I, like, you're actually excited for that movie? No. <laughs> it's coming out the same day as Spider Verse Two. Oh no! Sonic Two is finally coming out next. Sonic year. Two. I'm actually kind of hyped for that movie because the first one was not that bad. I don't know what like films are coming out this year. What would you, okay? What, what Uncharted coming out this year? I forgot that. It's not really a film. I'm kind of excited for Scream because I really like Jack Quaid and uh, Dylan Minnette. If you well, I think you would definitely they're horror movies, but I think you would definitely like the first couple. I don't think you like I don't think you like three, maybe four. I don't know. It just depends. I think Aqu- I think Aquaman two Aquaman is gonna two. be iffy just because of how I'm. I kind of like the first one. I like the first one. I think it's a lot of it's a it's dumb fun. It I, feels like a cartoon. I feel like it redeemed the character for what it was in Justice League, but it also mm-hmm. redeemed the character for me in the comics because for the longest time, I'm like, what's so special about Aquaman? He just talks to fish. And it's like, he's the king of the ocean, and the ocean is 70% of the world. He can control, I'm pretty sure he control, like, controls water and stuff like that, right? No, he doesn't have hydrokinesis. Mira does. He can only, he can talk to fish. So basically, like, oh, the Flash is coming out. The Flash is coming out. That's going to be an interesting one because we're getting Keaton back. But we're yeah. also getting a lot of, lot of projects to um, start getting films. I'm excited for that. But Moon Knight. Moon Knight oh. is maybe, besides Batman, is my uh, most anticipated project of the year. 100%. That's, that, that's going to I love Oscar good. Isaac so much. And Moon Knight is such a good character. And I can tell by um, just the aesthetics that we've seen in that like five-second 15 second clip it's heavily uh inspired by the 2016 run uh, for the character which is such a great comic yeah i think it's definitely gonna be a really good movie i don't think it's gonna be i think it could definitely be on the level of no way home but that's gotta be something like nailing it on the head mm-hmm. i honestly okay what are your thoughts on morbius not excited at all it looks not that good I'm I'm more compelled on how this universe universe works than I am on the actual character and what the movie looks like. And don't get me wrong, Jared Leto looks like Morbius, but nobody asked for a Morbius movie. Nobody, well, nobody asked for that, but nobody also asked to have Jared Leto play any other characters when it comes to comic book characters. Mm-hmm. Because he's a really good actor when it comes to everything else, just not a good actor when it comes to comic book stuff. Yeah. Um, what else? Lightyear. We got She-Hulk. She-Hulk and Lightyear. Lightyear is going to be great. I love Chris Evans so much. We also have Knives Out 2. Really? That comes out this year? I know that. They've been... I think they finished filming a couple months ago. I did not know that. Uh, that's another stacked cast, and I love the first Knives Out. Let's see. We got Death on the Nile. I heard that's gonna be kind of okay-ish. I didn't... A sequel from the... Murder on the Orange Express, which I thought was a very mediocre movie. I hated the ending because it was a cop-out. Everyone was the murderer. That's such a lame. <laughs> so it wasn't really a whodunit. It was who didn't do it. Oh, wait, doesn't the Mario movie come out this year? <laughs> uh, I think it does, yeah. God, dude, that's going to be so awful. We got, what's it called? Red? 
the new Pixar movie? Uh, Turning Red, yeah. Turning Red, which is basically the whole quote with nervousness. Every time she gets nervous, she turns into a red panda. Exactly. A big one. Um, it's very difficult to say because, like, I'm very hyped to see Thor Love and Thunder because just about what... Gore the God Butcher? It's Christian Bale. I love Christian Bale. It's not even the fact is that they're actually putting Gore the God Butcher into Marvel mm-hmm. movies now. And we're going to have two Thors. Jane Foster and, you know... Odinson. Yep. It's going to be great. Yeah. That one's, I think, going to be probably my high, most hype one after the Batman comes out. But I think it just all depends on what else I see. Because I plan on seeing Scream. I plan on seeing Uncharted. I plan on seeing a bunch of movies this year. But I'm also broke as hell. <laughs> and so... What about The Flash? I'll see The Flash. It just comes out later in the year, so I'll be in the second portion of my like college stuff. Because so. I know I know you love the character of The Flash, but for me in that movie, Not I love Miller. <laughs> I know I love the character of The Flash. It's one of my favorites. But I'm more excited to see Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck than I am to actually see The Flash. Which is the saddest hell statement to say because it's the first. It's the Flash movie. It's the first Flash movie. Why would you? Okay, that's my thing. Why would you? If you think about it, why would you have the first Flash movie be a also Batman movie? I don't know. I would do it different. I have my ideas. I will definitely, if that's the case, I will definitely bring you back for one of the later <laughs> episodes just to ex- have you explain. Dude, I can I can sit here and explain that. like my forty three different DC projects and how I would do everything better. Yes, I said better because it can be done. It it's can not be. that hard. I've explained in one of the other episodes before that saying I can definitely make a better showrunner for the CW Flash than the, the current one. Mm-hmm. And it's so bad. I God, can so I can run DC better than Walter Hamada, and I I mean that one hundred percent. If you're listening, he can come Walter, after me. Okay. If you're listening to me, Walter, get fucked. I'll take your job, dude. You I need a job. That I need a job. No, and I know he would love that because his, one of his dream passions is literally to work on a DC yep. project. He's like, I don't care what it is. I just want to work on one. I would love to. Dude, if you could become the editor for that DC project, you'd be so hyped. But I, I feel wanna, like you'd also... I want to be DC's Kevin Feige. Do you think you can work up to that level? I don't know. That's basically just being I mean, a bald guy did it, so... Well, he also worked on the first couple of X-Men movies. I know. <laughs> but... Yeah. It, I, you got to aim high. If you don't aim high, you're just going to miss. It's weird. Uh, I don't know. I think every other movie next year is just going to be bland until I actually go see it. Mm-hmm. Because, not just because of how I'm feeling about the movie, just because of the movie itself. I think just the name alone could definitely deter me from watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Which is definitely a bad thing because it's like, why would that matter? But Any I, shows? Any shows? Probably Moon Knight and She-Hulk. I'm not excited for Miss Marvel at all. No, they changed they changed the power set, and I don't know the character well enough to be that excited for it. But <laughs> my my uh, mo- one of my most anticipated TV shows is Barry season three. I love Barry so much. Yeah, if you haven't seen it. I don't think anyone really has watched it, but it is so doesn't, good. Doesn't the final season of The Flash come out this year too? <laughs> is it the final season? I think so. I know, I know. CW is like season. might be in the midst of being like sold, 
So it could possibly be. Are you surprised by that though? No, that, I heard that they garbage. haven't made money since like 2009. I would definitely say, yeah. Most likely you'd Also Stranger Things season four. Yeah, finally. It's been what? It, three it's been years? three years. Yeah, I saw the trailer when it came on Valentine's Day last, on 2020. Yeah, I, I love Stranger Things. And it's going to be the last season, which sucks, but... Who said they gave the last season? They did. They did? I thought they said they were going to keep going as long as they can, and then they, there was rumors that it was going to be the last season because... Maybe. It's slowly running out. The kids are getting older. I don't know. I haven't seen news for that show forever. I, I honestly forgot about it until you mentioned it because I had no idea that it was still coming out. Right. Honestly, I don't know what other shows are coming out. I honestly have no idea. It's more we get more movie news than we do any like yeah. TV shows. Yeah, yeah. Again, Miss Marvel is probably my least favorite out of the shows I'm currently knowing about because I know what she's supposed to be like, mm-hmm. and she's really just a rip off of Green Lantern at this point. Yeah, that's so that sucks. If they don't change that within the Marvels movie, then that's gonna be a shame. I hope. I doubt it's going to come out this year, but I hope Invincible Season 2 comes out because that is a great show, and it's just like the comic, and the comic is like one of my favorite comics ever. Yeah, you're also pretty excited for Season 3 of The Boys. The Boys, yeah. June 3rd. I got it in my my brain. I got it in my brain. Jensen Ackles is coming. He's playing a douchey Captain America. But Invincible, I heard that they haven't even started production, and that makes me so sad because Season 1 was so good. But The Boys is going to kick ass. I don't doubt that. Especially with Jensen Ackles. Coming off of 15 seasons of Supernatural, and I spent so long watching that show. <laughs> okay, since you watched that did you think it needed 15 seasons? No. How many seasons should it have had? Nine. You how many of how many of those nine seasons were good? Five. But I think it could have gone to nine. So but you know why I finished it? Because Sam and Dean are great characters. And that their, was CW. Their relationship is so good. That's so confusing, though, because you would assume they would make money off Supernatural. They've been... Let's see, there was supposed to be a spinoff, I think it was season 11, that didn't get picked up. They had a whole um, backdoor pilot in the show. And there's supposed to be a prequel series coming out soon, too. And I know there was a, I know that because Jared Padalecki, who played Sam, was all pissed at uh, the CW because they didn't ask him about it. But Jensen Ackles knew because it was wow. like his idea but it's all over but yeah I, I honestly think that CW is garbage when it comes to making shows and movies and I honestly it shocks me that people still watch a lot of those because I stopped I, I stopped watching I think CW when it came to Elseworlds it got to the point where I was only watching The Flash like I had given up on every other show I'd kept, I would watch the first episode of any like new DC shows, but none of them were great. Uh, and I started Super Super Superman and Lois, not Supergirl. Oh yeah, I watched three seasons. Of season season two comes out. Uh, season two comes out this year too. Yeah, Second, I think it's the that's beginning. a good show. I've got an episode four, and I haven't finished it since, but I think it's going to be fantastic. It's it's quite good. I got distracted. Oh, I didn't watch it. <laughs> didn't He's definitely it. my favorite Superman. I don't. I like Henry Cavill as an actor, but like, I think people are too hung up on that he just looks like Superman. Yeah. Also, that he got screwed over. Yeah, I don't think. I think Zack Snyder is good at concepts. I don't think he's good at executing those concepts. I and I love Man of Steel. I really do. 
I think after that, it just goes downhill. <laughs> I think the Superman character is the most inconsistent character in the DCEU. Yeah, I can I can agree with that for the most part. Only because of how they treat he, those characters. He went from people worship, worshiping him like a god, right? And then um, he died. And somehow he went from being a god and then people kind of hating him, like a whole thing, to him coming back and being a beacon of hope. There was no evidence to, to think that he was sure, a beacon of hope. He really hope. only should have just been a beacon of hope as it was. Right. That just makes the most sense to me because of how he is as a comic character. I mean, I would have understood if they kept him where he was originally, but it's just so inconsistent. That's why I like... I like Elseworld stories, and that's what I think Batman v Superman kind of is. Yeah, but I can see that. I think um, it just needs to be consistent. I think that's what I'm most excited for after The Flash, because they're resetting the universe almost entirely. I'm kind of sad that we can't see more characters that... Not really, I'm not that sad. I think it's more of a thing of, I didn't really get attached to these characters like I do Marvel movies. I just think that they're so inconsistent with tone that it's very difficult to follow you can, along. You can sit down and watch the MCU from start to finish. It is so hard to watch the DC movies in order because they all feel, and I know it's a complaint about Marvel usually, that they all feel the same, but DC does not feel connected at all. Even the Justice League movie, the team-up movie, didn't feel like it was connected whatsoever. I feel like they just put mo- people in a movie and just hope for the best. That's exactly what they did. Well, yeah, that's fair. After a bunch of drama. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Oh, I can go on for hours about that. I don't have, but... <laughs> he has. It's definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't wait to see what movies come out within the next few years. I'll probably still be talking about them, but... I mean, it's our job. That's literally what we're going into, so we kind of have to talk about them. Our job is going to be writing them. I'll so, probably help produce them. <laughs> I got to I gotta know what makes movies good and bad. Well, we so kind of already make know. Bad. <laughs> I can tell you when I see a bad movie. Don't watch Chaos Walking. Not even once. Honestly, if I'm not even counting, like, B-movies, like, just movies that are made by somebody without a studio, that's probably the worst movie movie that's made by a studio that I ever have seen. Mm-hmm. It was, I liked it at first, but I l- left the theater. I'm like, what the fuck was that movie about? Right. Like Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland and Mads Mikkelsen were in it, but that's all I fucking remember. Don't forget Nick Jonas. See, I didn't even know he was in the movie. I forgot. He was in the movie for like five minutes, and he was only there to be a whiny bitch. Yeah, it's kind of sad. You know what I just remembered? John Wick Four comes out. I love John Wick so much. <laughs> They're probably gonna ruin it though because of how mm-hmm. they ruin. Each movie gets better and better. You think you think John Wick Four is gonna be better than all three other movies? I'm hoping so. They haven't who, let me down yet. Who makes the John Wick movies? Like what company? Um, is it Warner Brothers? I think it's Lionsgate. 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 Let's see. I'm gonna. Well, it's so Matrix is owned by Warner Brothers. Probably why it was a shit movie. I will, John. Let me run Warner Brothers. Dude, I will let you. I they will have so many properties the- I love. I'll do it. Well, DC and what else? DC. They have Cartoon Network. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have... Um, that's really all I care about. <laughs> just take those. Just buy those. I mean, stuff. Harry Potter's cool. I'm not a big fan, but I think it's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I like it, but that's just because of... They have the Looney Tunes. I love Looney Tunes. Yeah, it looks like there's just a bunch of studios attached to this. I don't really know. What, John Wick 4 is coming out? 
and John Wick is getting a spinoff TV series and maybe a spinoff movie with Ana de Armas. Great. Oh yeah, the Marilyn Monroe movie comes out this year too. That too. I'm excited for that for a different reason. (laughs) It's basically literally just a porn you can watch in the theater. Right. I mean, I'm not complaining. (laughs) First, we're getting a Constantine movie. When is that coming out? Uh, during the, I think it's during the summer. It's another animated costume. Oh, I'm like, I did not hear news about that coming out. Uh, Batgirl is being filmed right now. Kind of, I'm excited for that. There's some things I'm, I don't know, I'm a little iffy on, but recent news makes me even more excited. Yeah, definitely with uh, with Dylan Brennan, O'Brien, but Brendan Fraser yep. being the villain, and then the Dylan hero. O'Brien maybe being Robin and Nightwing, which is my dream casting. Dude, if that comes true, and you called that like two years ago or whenever you made that list, then that's gonna blow my fucking mind <laughs> because I make fan casts along with him, but mine are always like whatever actors he picks, like actors that are like on point a lot of the time. I'm like. What the fuck? How do you do that? Yeah. Like, there are people on TikTok I see all the time casting. It's mainly Spider-Man people, but it's like, here is my cast for the new Batman movie. And it's like, oh, you got Robert Pattinson, and then you got, like, some other people. And they put, like, a weird-ass actor, and they're like, why? <laughs> also, J.K. Simmons is coming back as Mr. Gordon. J.K. Simmons is my favorite actor. Yeah. And he was, I think he was born to play Gordon. Well, we're getting Jeffrey Wright and J.K. Simmons as Gordon. And isn't the Batgirl movie supposed to be set in the Tim Burton-Keaton universe? Yeah, Keaton's the Batman in that, which I don't know how I feel, because it's, it's confusing, but I'm hoping The Flash is going to clear it up. But I'm hoping so. I There's a picture here going around of a set piece from the movie of like a mural of Batman and Robin, and it looks sick. I like it. I like how it's just a wall. Yeah. They can move all, like around the place and then you just not like us one plastic. That cowl, that cowl in that picture is the best cowl I've ever seen. It's sad because Marvel does such a good job with character, like concepts of costume. But when it comes to DC, they're kind of whatever. Because I don't, I don't like any of the Flash's costumes. See, I don't know where I stand on, see Marvel comic or Marvel costumes. They all look like they were made by the exact same person. They're kind of stepping away from that now. But you had characters from space and Earth looking like they were tailored by the same guy that lives down the street. But now, but in DC, every single costume looks like it's made by a different place, but they don't match. Like the Aquaman costume definitely looks like Atlantean in Justice League. But at the same time, it doesn't match the same vibe. And I don't know. Maybe there's a middle ground, maybe there's not. Yeah, probably somewhere. We'll figure that out eventually. Just let me do it. Let me run everything. <laughs> well, I think that's about all the time we have. This is probably the longest episode I've actually ever had. <laughs> but I'm glad I actually got a guest this time. Woohoo. So thank you, Ben, for being a part of this episode. I love podcasts. I started my own a while ago. Gave up. Gave up. That's what I did for the first one I did. <laughs> but thank you, guys. I will see you guys next time. Bye.